0: This is the Pokedex Radio Podcast, where you can learn to be the very best like no one ever was. Now, every Pokemon trainer knows that the best place to learn everything about Pokemon is to check their Pokedex. Now, this is where we talk about all things Pokemon, from the video game to the anime and more. Learn how to be a Pokemon master at PokedexRadio.com. Welcome trainers to another episode of the Pokedex Radio Podcast. My name is Austin. I am the host of this show. I want to thank you very much for downloading today's episode and for listening in. Uh, today we're going to be talking about the Friend Safari. I've been mentioning um, many times over the past uh, over the past few episodes that I wanted to discuss the Friend Safari because I didn't know much about it, so we're going to do that today. We're also going to talk about some leaked Pokemon, um, legendary Pokemon in the X and Y games as well. Uh, but first, I want to start off with something that I got in an email uh, a few days ago. But if you'd like to see the show notes for today's episode, and they, there's a lot of stuff to go ahead and read there, you can go and check those out at pokedexradio.com slash uh, 61. If you'd like to email me, uh, you can always do so. You can go to feedback at pokedexradio.com. You can send a message to my email there. Or you can always go to the show notes and leave a comment on the bottom at pokedexradio.com slash 61 for today's episode. Or you can just check out all the other episodes, again, PokedexRadio.com. So, uh, what I wanted to start off with today was um, uh, was an email that I got a few days ago about episode 59. And episode 59 was entitled, uh, The Difference Between Competitive and Fun Gaming. And um, honestly, thinking about it, I remember as I was recording the episode, I was like, I- I'm probably going to get, you know, um, something... Uh, well, I knew I was going to get an email about it from somebody uh complaining a little bit about the episode and somebody did and I actually thinking about it I probably should have meant uh competitive and casual gaming, which is what I meant. But let's go ahead and read the email. I replied to this person, um, you know, asking if I could read the email on the show and their name and everything. They never replied to me, so I'm gonna keep them anonymous. I'm not gonna mention their name, but I'm gonna read the email. Um and there's uh luckily there's no uh information that can be given out about the person or anything. Um But anyways, let's just read the email. Again, this is about episode number 59, entitled The Difference Between Competitive and Fun Gaming, which can be found at pokedexradio.com slash 59. So the email says, "Uh, I had to turn off the episode where you talked about the difference between competitive and casual gaming. It was very clear that your podcast is not for me. I think you overlooked the um, the fact that fun is a subjective term and different people enjoy different things. To be blunt, what gives you the right to tell tell people uh, what they should and should not enjoy? As an example, I am someone who likes to do the best I can at games and strive for this. Um, I play to win, as do a lot of people. I enjoy learning about and minimizing and maximizing when it comes to games. I realize more casual players don't do this, and I try not to play with them, as our play styles will not gel. I will agree that sore winners slash losers aren't the greatest thing in the world, but in a competitive setting, they are a fact of life. I apologize if this sounds ranty, but this is a big pet peeve of mine. Well, uh, first of all, and like I said, I'm not going to say her name, but yeah, thank you for that email. I, I wanted to, um, I replied to you, uh, if you're still listening to the show, of course, uh, but I did go ahead and I replied to the person and uh, I didn't bring up my reply, but uh, pretty much what I said was, you know, I understand your opinion and what I had also said, and I believe I also said it in the episode if i didn't i must have cut it out for some reason maybe something was wrong with the audio for that section i did a lot of editing on that episode i remember but uh i did mention that yeah this is a subjective term and it was my opinion as well and i meant more along the lines of casual gaming which yes uh this person did correct me in the email saying uh the difference between competitive and casual gaming that's what i was trying to get at i wasn't trying to say in any way at all that competitive uh gaming is bad Uh, or even that casual gaming is better than um, competitive gaming. They both have their ups and downs. They both have uh, their, you know, the people that you go, and they're just so hardcore gaming, you know, that they don't care about having fun. But there are some that do, and that are extremely hardcore gamers, that they do want to go and have fun. Um, Win or lose, you're there to have fun, and that's what I really meant to say. Uh, uh, You know, competitive or... Um, casual, win, lose, you know, you do good, you do bad, whatever it may be, you're there to have fun anyways. And that's what I meant. I wasn't trying to step on anybody's toes by saying, you know, you shouldn't have fun while you're competitive gaming or people who play competitively aren't having fun. I didn't mean it that way. Um, And I'm not trying to backpedal or anything. I'm just trying to explain what I, what I said, because during the episode it was, you know, I had a lot of stuff going on, but I wasn't able to, I don't think I explained myself uh, as thoroughly as I should have. But there you go. There's my explanation to anybody who felt possibly offended like this person did about my opinions between competitive and casual gaming, which I should have called casual. instead, for some reason, I put fun. But uh, so, yeah, that was that email. Uh, If you'd like to email me about anything, regardless of uh, if our opinions differ, regardless if, you know, you like the content uh, or you hate the content that I uh, provide. Like I said, like I said to this person as well in the email, you know, regardless of our opinions differ, that's the whole purpose of um, not only me having this podcast, but of starting that dialogue among people with a podcast. That's kind of the main purpose of it is to uh, gather different people's opinions and uh, have a dialogue between not only the host or hosts um, and the listeners and fans of the show. That's the whole purpose of it. And, um, I mean, I, I understand the person's opinion and, uh, it felt a little bit ranty, but it's okay. It's fine. I can do my own, uh, you know, amount of ranting on the show, but yeah. So I just wanted to put that out there for any of you who also felt the same way as this person. Please don't feel offended by it. Uh, I, hopefully this person does come back and listen to the show. You know, I don't want to lose a listener just because of a different opinion. I mean, we're six, uh, what is it? Six billion people on this earth. We're all going to have different opinions I mean, if the person doesn't want to come back, if you don't want to come back after listening to an episode of my show because of a differing opinion, that's on you. I am sorry you feel that way, but that's just the way it was. All right, so that's it for that. (laughs) and Now let's get into uh, the main topic right after this hey trainers now i know you like to shop on amazon for video games and pokemon merchandise right so instead of going straight through amazon you can visit my amazon store at Pokedexradio.com slash store here i've compiled many different games and consoles and i'm always adding more now using my store will help support the podcast and it won't cost you anything more than what you would normally pay on amazon Now, you use Amazon to buy things all the time anyways, so why not just buy through my affiliate store and help me out with the show? It'll be your chance to support the Pokedex Radio podcast by just simply buying on Amazon like you normally would. Again, go to pokedexradio.com slash store to see all the Pokemon merchandise that I've put up there. Now, let's get into our main topic of the Friend Safari. Uh, Now, the Friend Safari is very different uh, than the old Safari Zones. Uh, not only is it now obviously a different name, the Friend Safari, but there's a few key differences uh, compared to the old Safari Zone. For one, you don't have to pay to get into the Friend Safari, um, but that's, that doesn't really matter. It was only what 500 Poké Dollars, like that matters. Oops, uh, like that really mattered too much. Anyway, so uh, for the Friend Safari, you are a- you are able to. Use your own pokeballs you don't you're no longer like restricted to go ahead and use you know the specific safari balls. You can use whatever pokeballs you have on hand. It's like battling a pokemon in the wild, and that's another thing you're you are literally battling the Pokemon It's no longer you just standing there throwing bait, throwing rocks, and then throwing a safari ball not anymore this time you're actually battling the uh Pokemon that is in the safari um using your Pokemon using your own pokeballs. And there's an, a few other key differences. The first main difference is it depends on how many friends you have. So let's just discuss the friends, uh, this, um, the friend Safari. Now the friend Safari is you gather a bunch of people's um, friend codes, right? By the way, it's located in, oh man, I typed it out. Where did I put it? Um, Okay, the the friend safari is located in uh, Keylode City, which is only accessible after you defeat the Elite Four, and uh, you um, and Professor Sycamore gives you what's called the TMV Pass, which is uh, for the um, for the train in Lumio City that actually takes you down to um, uh, for Keylode City, or however you pronounce it. If I'm pronouncing that wrong, whatever. Anyway, so that's how you access the city first, and inside the city, there's the friend safari. Uh, so, the friend Safari allows you to capture some Pokemon that are not available within the game uh, or within any other regions in the game, like any other friend um, sorry, like any other uh, safari zone. There's usually Pokemon located in the Safari zone that's not accessible any other places in the games, with a few exceptions, obviously. And the friend Safari does have many of those exceptions. Now, the Pokemon found within the new friend Safari zone depends on the amount of friend codes that you've exchanged with other people. Regardless if they own Pokemon X or Y or not, as long as this person has a three d s or two ds if you exchange a friend code with them, it unlocks different areas, if you want to say in the friend safari. Now, what I mean by areas is that when you exchange your friend co- when you exchange a friend code with somebody let's say you exchange your friend code with me. There are a few people who have, and I actually went ahead and confirmed with one of my close friends. What type of friend, uh, what type of uh, Safari friend Safari zone I have? Each time you exchange with somebody, that different person will have a different uh, Pokemon type assigned to them. Uh, Now, this Pokemon type is permanent, it will never change as long as they keep using that exact same friend code, right? So, my Safari zone type is psychic, okay, and also. You are given at least two Pokemon to start off with, a maximum of three, minimum of two. Um, the two Pokemon that are, uh, the three Pokemon that are assigned to that person. So mine uh, right now, since I'm my friend Safari Zone is Psychic, so you can only find Psychic type Pokemon in um, the Safari that you choose. Let's say you go under Austin or whatever. I have the the character's name uh, in my game. I believe the actual character's name is Callum, uh, so that's why I named him. I usually like naming the characters after what they're actually called. Like in red and blue, I named them red and blue because that's what they're based off of. Um, or even in a uh, gold, silver and crystal, I believe there was whatever their names were at the time. Anyways. Uh, so if you find like Austin or Callum or whatever, you choose that one, it'll bring a, uh, it, you, you will walk to the back into a, a small little patch of grass and it's like fenced off and it's not even like a safe, a safari zone like you would normally expect. It's literally like, um, probably like a 10 by 10 patch of grass. I mean, it's really small and you can find two Pokemon there for somebody you've exchanged a friend code with. The two Pokemon you can find for me are, if I wrote this down, are, um, Esper and Grumpig. Now, I said before that you can find up to three Pokemon. That third Pokemon is unlocked once that individual person defeats the Elite Four. Since I have not defeated the Elite Four yet in my game, I'm taking my time, Um, I have not unlocked that third Pokemon for those of you who I've exchanged friend codes with to capture, right? Now, there's an entire list of uh, the Pokemon that are available in the Friend Safari, as well as obviously the types, what is there. Excuse me. I think there's 17 types now, or 18 types. However many it is, so there are 17 or 18 friend safari zones. Within each zone, let's say psychic, there are a handful of Pokemon. Um, I put a link to a Bulbapedia page that talk that displays each and every Pokemon that is available with each and every um a, safari, a friend safari zone. Let's say for example, like we were talking about mine. Mine is psychic i can find the psychic pokemon uh there is um what looks like about 10 or 11 or 12 probably right here i didn't count them uh different psychic pokemon that you can find they all the pokemon in the the friend safari come at level 30 and they have a small chance of getting their hidden ability right um and there is actually a higher chance of that of that pokemon having its hidden ability if not only you but also that person whose safari zone you're in is online at the exact same time, which is interesting. It'll, it kind of encourages players to be online with their 2DS or 3DS uh, at a constant rate. So, um, in the psychic uh, in the psychic type friend code friend safari, there's uh, you can find Abra, Drowsy, Zatu, Wubafette, Giraffarig, Grumpig, which is one that's in mine, uh, Muna, Sigilif, uh, Gotherita, Duosion, and Esper. Again, I have Esper in mine. Now I have an option, of, and I have a, an opportunity to unlock one of these other um, Pokemon within the within my friend Safari once I defeat the Elite Four. So, in short, exchange friend codes with as many people as possible because there's a, a huge handful of Pokemon. Not, I mean, let's say. Not, not just because I have a Psychic-type Friend Safari, if I exchange friend codes with you, that means you'll capture all the Psychic-type Pokemon that are in there. No. You have to exchange friend codes with many people who have the Psychic-type Friend Safari, because maybe you exchange friend codes with somebody else, and they also have, you know, grespi- um, okay, let's say Minor, Grumpig, Esper, and just, for example... Uh, and Girafferig, let's say, those, those are my three, if, I don't know, if, if my third is Girafferig, I don't know uh, yet, because again, like I said, I have not defeated the Elite Four in my game, but let's just say those are mine. Let's say you make friends with somebody else, they also just so happen to have a, a psychic type friend code, friend safari, and they also have, you know, Girafferig, Esper, and maybe Drowsy. So you only unlocked that one other Pokemon, so that kind of sucks. Um, so you have to exchange friend codes with as many people as possible that encourages you, obviously, to exchange friend codes to be social, I guess, once it comes to Pokemon. Um, of course, what I want to do uh, to help, not only to help myself, but also help you out is maybe, maybe create a forum for Pokedex Radio uh, on the website. I've, I asked uh, last episode, and I I don't know if I asked the episode before as well. I know definitely I asked uh, last episode Um, if you guys think I should create a forum on the website, I've done it once, I've done it twice before the first time it was okay. The second time was a complete flop. Um, so I'm trying to figure out if I should do it again. And I I only received a couple of emails. I didn't receive the amount that I wanted, uh, because if I received, you know, a significant amount of emails, I would have said, okay, Hey, these people want to, they want forums. So let's put them up there. Um, I didn't receive as many as I did, but I want to help people, uh, have a community among each other. That's what I've wanted for the Pokedex radio podcast. And now with these friend codes, with the friend Safari thing, everybody has to exchange friend codes and build that community among each other. This is the best opportunity to do so. So uh, let's continue talking about the friend Safari though, but we'll, we'll get back to the forum thing in a minute. Okay. Um, so yeah, pretty much, uh, exchange friend codes with as many people as possible. And the, and the Pokemon that are found in the friend Safari, here we go, are not exclusive are not specifically exclusive to either X or Y. For example, the Pokemon Spritzy can only be found in Pokemon X, right? Just because you have, um, Pokemon X doesn't mean you will not, uh, just because you have Pokemon Y does not mean Spritzy will not be in your, um, friend Safari. Again, it's a psychic type, po- uh, I'm sorry, that's a fairy type Pokemon. Um, regardless of the version you have, the Pokemon found in the friend Safari will all be the same as long as you exchange enough friend codes, right? So even if you have Pokemon Y, because Spritzy is normally, I'm sorry, Spritzy is normally exclusive only to Pokemon Y. So I'm playing through my Pokemon X right now. I'll be able to find Spritzy, which is the the base form of Aromatease. I'll be able to find Spritzy in my Pokemon X X game that I've been playing through once I exchange friend codes with somebody who has a fairy type friend code and um, has this Pokemon within their their, uh, allotment of three Pokemon. Again, the only reason is just that you need to exchange as many friend codes as possible. Um, Inside the friend safari zone, you can get the Kalos starter Pokemon as long as you obviously exchange some with somebody who has either a fire, grass, or water. The person would have either a Kalos Fire starter Pokemon, a Kanto starter uh, fire uh, a Kanto starter Pokemon, um, either Kalos or Kanto starters, and a handful of other Pokemon within the different within different uh, types, all different types. So that's pretty much it for the friend Safari uh, topic. Again, I just want to stress: exchange friend codes with as many people as possible, whether they own Pokemon X and Y or not. At the very least, you will get you will unlock. A new either zone, maybe if you don't have it unlocked already, or expand that particular friend um, Safari zone type. Let's say if you already have a bunch of fires, and uh, you add somebody new who doesn't even own Pokemon X or Y, and it just so happens to open up the fire zone even more to capture those Pokemon. Oh, just real quickly, uh, but still, you know, still, Exchange Friend codes with as many people as possible. This will increase your chances of unlocking more zones, and on top of that, more rare Pokemon. Now really quickly it 's not just because you exchange friend codes with somebody and now you have like a group of five people that have unlocked the psychic friend uh, friend safari zone for you. no you have to actually choose that specific person saying, "Okay, I want to go into this person 's friend safari and only these three Pokemon or two pokemon i 'll be able to find that 's how it works like just because you go into a psychic type friend safari doesn 't mean you will find all the psychic type Pokemon because you 've exchanged friend codes with 10 people who happen to have a psychic, uh, friend Safari zone. It's by the person whose friend Safari zone you're entering into. If that makes any sense, if you have any questions, please feel free to email me feedback at Pokedexradio.com to explain this a little bit more. Uh, but that is again, pretty much it for the topic of the main topic of today's episode of Pokemon. Um, what was I talking about? <laughs> about Pokemon, about the Pokemon friend Safari zone. Um, it's just interesting how they completely changed it around, but I think it's really cool. Uh, even though kind of counterintuitive to the way I personally play, I don't usually play with a lot of people. If I, I don't, like I mentioned before on the show, I don't play competitively. I don't play uh, uh, with a lot of people. Um, I, you know, I don't know that many people who actually play other than the people who listen to the podcast and a, and a couple of uh, uh, friends outside of the podcast, obviously, you know, from work and things like that. So, a little bit counterintuitive to the way I personally play, a little bit antisocial in a way, at least in, in my um, in the my methods of playing Pokemon. Um, obviously, to somebody who has a ton of friends, what they've exchanged friend codes with for different games and things like that, this will be perfect for that type of person. If you can't exchange friend codes with a lot of people, email me. I'll be more than happy to exchange my friend code with you. And I'm still trying to gauge everybody's opinions about starting up a forum on the website. I would really like to go ahead and do that. But I want to hear your opinions first. Please email me again. The email address is feedback at pokedexradio.com. Please email me so um, and tell me, hey, I want to see forums on the website. I would like to participate in forums. I want to exchange my friend code, not only with you, but other people who listen to the podcast and start that community. I've only received a few of those emails uh, that are really... um, Gung ho about starting forums, and I want to see more. If I see more, I will go ahead and start those forums. Uh, But again, that is it for the main topic of the Friend Safari Zone. Uh, Now, let's talk a little bit about the uh, leaked legendary Pokemon. For listeners of the Pokedex Radio podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download along with a free 30 day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. Now, to download your free audiobook today, go to PokedexRadio.com slash Audible Trial. Again, that is PokedexRadio.com slash Audible Trial to download your free audiobook. Now, they have over 100,000 titles to choose from, from all types of different genres, uh, types of publications that you can download and listen to, very similar to a podcast. So that's really, really cool. Again, to check out your free audiobook, along with a free 30-day trial to their service, go to pokedexradio.com slash audible trial for your free audiobook and your opportunity to support the show for free. So now let's get uh, into our uh, second topic here about the leaked legendary Pokemon uh, that were recently leaked online. So um, it's not only just... uh, these three legendary Pokemon that we're going to be talking about, we're going to talk about a few other Pokemon that were also leaked as well. But now these legendary Pokemon, their names are, um, Hoopa. That's H O O P A, uh, DNC. It's like Diane, but DNC, uh, and Volcanion. Um, these Pokemon are very cool looking. I'm, I'm liking Volcanion. Um, let's just talk about their types. Hoopa is a ghost and psychic type Pokemon. um, DNC is a Rock and, f- and Fairy type Pokemon, and Volcanion, my favorite out of the three, is a Water and Fire type Pokemon. Now, these Pokemon are—they um, were found within the uh, ROM of the game itself. These have not been officially announced by the Pokemon Company, Game Freak, or Nintendo. Nor has there any been any sort of events planned for them yet. Other than the fact that these game these names. Of the Pokemon have been trademarked now um, there's one thing about Volcanion that I wanted to mention here if you go to uh, I believe it's pronounced uh, Jean Plaza in Lumio City or Joan or John Plaza whatever however you want to pronounce it um, if I remember correctly I believe Jean in French means yellow but whatever uh, but or young uh, one of the two I think the words are similar Anyways, if you go to the plaza Jean Plaza J A U uh, N E in Lumio City, there will be I believe it's a girl who mentions that there is a volcano Pokemon that occasionally visits the uh, Jean Plaza, right? So, Volcanion is has volcano in its name, but the Pokemon that she mentions also has to um, also has a, um, a similar description to Heatran. Right. So there's much speculation around the Internet that maybe this Pokemon is Heatran. So I guess you can, you know, for some reason, Heatran comes into Lumio City and you can maybe there's a a weird in-game event that you can capture Heatran inside the game. But with the uh, leaking, if you want to put it that way, of this new Pokemon, Volcanion, which might be a legendary Pokemon, might not be. I don't know. It looks like it would be one. My speculation is moving towards this new Pokemon, Volcanion. That is that you know, volcano uh, Pokemon that she mentions. Like I believe she called it a lava Pokemon or something like that. Very similar to the name of uh, to the uh, classification of Heatran. This Pokemon might even have that same classification. It is unknown still as of yet, but. You never know exactly what Pokemon uh, she was talking about. If it's Heatran, then it's Heatran. If it's Vulcanian, then it's Vulcanian. I'm hoping for that. I really like the fact that it's a Water and Fire type. I love Fire type Pokemon. Okay, that is my favorite type. I mean, I also like Dark and Dragon and stuff like that. But uh, Fire, I want to say, is probably my all-time favorite type. So I was running with a team of like almost all Fire Pokemon throughout most of my uh, uh, Kalos region um, adventures at the moment. So... I actually had to exchange some stuff out, but a water and fire type Pokemon just sounds super awesome in my idea. So I would love to see these three Pokemon maybe officially announced sometime soon, especially the Vulcanian because that is really super special. Awesome. Um, So yeah, this hacker also happened to leak pictures of a few mega forms of a couple of Pokemon and as well, a different colored Pokemon that we've already kind of seen. Now, the, two Pokemon, uh, the three Pokemon that he leaked was Megalatios, Megalatios, and a different colored Floette. Now, it's really, really weird, because if you go to the website, pokedexradio.com slash 61, the Megalatios and the Megalatios are the exact same thing? Question mark. Um, they look exactly the same. It's it's really odd. I don't know if that was possibly a mistake on his part or this hacker's guy girl, whatever mistake on the hacker's part, or if it's legit, they just so happen to both mega evolve into the exact same thing. I don't know. I would have to, I mean, it would make sense. You know, you would assume that they, they're very similar. They're literally like twin Pokemon kind of, you know, Latios, Latias. They look almost exactly the same. I think believe that what their brother and sister in the, uh, in the, in the movie, in the fifth movie or whatever. So that would make sense that they evolve into a very similar looking mega forms. Um, I didn't realize they would look exactly the same. And I didn't know that they would have mega forms in the first place. So that was revealed. Now, this Pokemon that is different colored is a Floette. Okay. If you go to the website, pokedexradio.com slash 61, look at this Floette. Doesn't it look familiar to you? And I, I put the quote there. He was given a tiny box. That was the weirdest thing I've ever heard in a, in a Pokemon video game, other than the fact that that one girl, um, forgot her name. She was like, I'm never going to forget this moment with you. It's so special, which is really creepy. Um, when, you know, at the beginning of the game where the fireworks are going off and she's like staring at you and she's like, this is so special to me. I'm, I'm never going to forget this. Uh, really creepy. But the Floette thing, I thought that was kind of interesting as well. Uh, the fact that this is a different color Floette. it looks like AZ's Floette. um, in the game that you see in that awesome like side story thing that he tells you. I love the artwork that they did with that, with all the different Pokemon and everything. And it was like a, uh, like a mural of, of different Pokemon. It was just mm, perfect. Um, so yeah, there you go. Three new, uh, well, six new Pokemon kind of revealed. Uh, again, these Pokemon were a Hoopa, the psychic and ghost type, possibly legendary, maybe Pokemon. Diancie, the rock and Fairy type Pokemon, Volcanion, the water and fire type Pokemon, the mega forms of Latios and Latias, and this weird colored Floette, which looks exactly like AZ's Floette. Anyways, so that's it for our two big topics today in this show. Uh, so now let's get into the Pokemon of the episode. The Pokemon of the episode today is Pokemon number four hundred and sixty-six, Electivire. Now, Electivire is uh, classified as the Thunderbolt Pokemon. Obviously, it is an Electric type Pokemon. Um, it's a single type, so it's just Electric. Um, it is the final evolution stage of Electabuzz, which is the I would assume more popular out of the three. Not only did he have his own episode along um, along with Cyther with the Yaz and Kaz gym back in the day. Um, Uh, He also has a baby form, Elekid. So Elekid uh, evolves at level 30 to Electabuzz, and Electabuzz evolves into um, Electivire um, through trading while it's holding the item, the Electrizer. Um, There's like a letter difference in their names. I think it's kind of weird. So anyways, uh, probably two or three letters of difference in their name. So again, uh, ellicott evolves at level 32 electabuzz and then electabuzz evolves into elective, uh, electivire, uh, while holding a electrizer when it's being traded. So that is, um, kind of a, an interesting thing. Obviously when you breed it, it'll come out as an ellicott. So now, um, these three Pokemon, Ellicott electabuzz and electivire are all single type electric, uh, electric Pokemon, uh, Elekid and Electabuzz are classified as electric, the electric Pokemon, Um, obviously electric type Pokemon, but they're also classified as electric Pokemon, and uh, again, Electivire's classification is the Thunderbolt Pokemon. Now, their locations, you cannot find either Elekid or Electivire uh, in-game. The only Pokemon you can find is Electabuzz in-game, but um, it's only available in an electric type Friend Safari. So, if you exchange friend codes with somebody that has an electric type Friend Safari, you can check their Friend Safari to see if they have Electabuzz in there. Again, they will only come at level 30. Um, so, then you have to breed it, trade it, stuff like that. So, again, Electabuzz is found in the Friend Safari. Um, let's get on to its uh, abilities. Uh, Elekid and Electabuzz have differing abilities in Electivire. So we'll start with Elekid and Electabuzz first. Uh, Elekid's uh, first ability is Static, and Electabuzz—they're both first. Their uh, first abilities are Static. The opponent has a thirty percent chance of being induced with Paralyze condition uh, when using an attack that requires physical content against the Electabuzz or Elekid. So they have to touch the Pokemon in order for you to be paralyzed. Its hidden ability um, is the same throughout. Uh, Throughout the three evolutions. So Electabuzz, Elikid, and Electivire's hidden ability is all the same. Uh, It is vital spirit. Vital spirit. The Pokemon cannot be under the sleep condition while having this ability. Pretty good ability. But Electivire's normal uh, ability, uh, once it evolves, static becomes Motor Drive. Motor Drive. The Pokemon takes no damage from electric type attacks. And its speed raises by one level uh, when hit by an electric type attack. Very good ability. Uh, Electabuzz in the wild, I guess in the friend safari, uh, can be found at a uh, seventy-five male to twenty-five percent female ratio. Uh, Electivire is a huge Pokemon. It is five foot eleven, which is one point eight meters, and weighs three hundred five point six pounds, which is one hundred thirty-eight point six kilograms. Very very heavy Pokemon, like a huge dude. Really, it's five eleven. I think I'm what five eight, and I weigh just about two hundred pounds. So this is a this is a bulky Pokemon. Anyway, so let's get down to um, Electivire's uh, base stats here. Uh, his base stats are HP 75, Attack 123, Defense 67, Special Attack 95, Special Defense 85, and Speed of 95. So I was surprised at its speed just because it's such a big, heavy Pokemon, but its Attack is a lot stronger than its Special Attack, so obviously you're going to want to EV train for that more likely. Um, so yeah. And um, actually, okay, that's, so that's it for the Pokemon of the episode. I wanted to mention something, and I forgot to mention it uh, in, in the Friend Safari uh, main topic. And I need to actually go ahead and write this up in the show notes as well. When you capture a Pokemon in the Friend Safari, now that we mentioned EVs uh, with the Pokemon of the episode, when you capture a Pokemon in the Friend Safari, it is guaranteed that at least two of its IVs will be maxed out. And let me go ahead and confirm that over here. I can just scroll up. Yes, um, it also appears that the Pokemon found within the Friend Safari have two of their IVs maxed out at 31. So this is very, very good for those of you who are trying to IV breed. You definitely want to go to the Friend Safari. But unfortunately, there's only, you know, so many Pokemon that you can pick out of the Friend Safari to IV breed. You know, sometimes you might not want to use it for competitive battling. Sometimes you might want might want to, you know, just capture it and that's it. So, but that is a very interesting thing that I forgot to mention during the main topic of the Friend Safari, but that is something to take note of, definitely. So that is pretty much it for the show. Um, Again, uh, those of you who want to uh, see forums on the website at the PokedexRadio.com site, please, please email me uh, to let me know your opinions about having them. Yes, we have the Facebook, and people can communicate through there. Uh, Yes, we also have the comment section under every post that I do. And you can communicate with me through there as well. But forums is a way for you not to only communicate with me, but to communicate through e- with each other. Which is some of um, which some of you have voiced that uh, concern as well and that want to build that community among Pokedex Radio listeners. And I really want to go ahead and try doing something like that. And I apologize if I step on anybody's toes with my opinions or what I say. Maybe I say something wrong. Whatever. I record these straight live, so if I make a mistake like I did before, I forgot to mention something, it stays in. I've been recording for about 37 minutes now. I don't want to go back, have to edit, do anything. There's a reason I purchased like five hundred dollars worth of equipment to go ahead so I can have so I can have the ability just to record, edit a little bit, throw it up online, just you know throw a couple of you know things to make it sound better. And then throw it up online. You know, before it used to take me you know, a couple of hours to edit each episode. Uh, That doesn't work for me anymore. I need it to go for more convenience. So if I say anything that maybe upsets you, that's fine. I'm sorry. Email me about it. We'll have a talk. But in no way at all do I want to push anybody away because of my opinions. We're all different people. We all have different opinions. It's a giant world. Watch the first Pokemon movie. It'll definitely get... It'll definitely talk about those kind of things, especially the thing with Meowth. You know, we're all the, we all live under the same earth, under the same sky, breathe the same air, whatever his quote was, you know, we're all different in our own little way, but we're all the same. Let's all just live de- happily ever after together. that uh, sounds kind of fairy tale like, but still we all love Pokemon, don't we? We all like playing Pokemon, don't we? Let's build a community around that. If we have different opinions about things, so be it. That's just us being different. It's a good thing. So anyways, that is pretty much it for the, for the Pokedex Radio podcast today. If you'd like to email me again with any sort of concerns at all that you might have, feel free to email me. My email address is feedback at pokedexradio.com. You can go ahead and follow me on Twitter at, uh, you can follow the show on Twitter at Pokedex Radio, or you can follow me, my personal Twitter at fs vo. You can go to the show notes and find the links to everything that I'm talking about today, at pokedexradio.com slash 61 for today's episode um let's see if you haven't subscribed to the podcast already i suggest you go ahead and subscribe through itunes is the easiest thing especially if you have an i device like an ipad ipod or if you just have itunes on your computer and that's how you subscribe to podcasts go ahead and do so um again just on itunes pokedex radio is just fine or you can find the link on the show notes as well if you have not already i would really uh enjoy if you gave me a rating and a review within iTunes as well. Um, I like seeing the ratings that are there. It definitely helps us get a little bit higher in the rankings for iTunes. Not that it matters too much. You know, those who listen to the podcast are definitely, you know, those of you who listen to the podcast since the very beginning are definitely some good hardcore fans of this show and obviously want to hear what I, what I have to say. And I, and I, I enjoy knowing that And I feel good about that as well. It helps me do the show every time, especially when occasionally I might get an email and saying you're dumb, even though the person didn't say I'm dumb, but he just, you know, it was just a little different than emails that I normally get, but that's okay. Um, uh, If you haven't already, you can like us on Facebook. I don't really use the Facebook that much other than just to say, Hey, we recorded a show. Here it is. But you guys, probably have already subscribed to the podcast anyways if you haven't please go ahead and do so uh you can give us a thumbs up on stitcher i believe that's what you're supposed to do on stitcher um if you're using stitcher to listen to the podcast um anything else just email me feedback at pokedexradio.com really happy that you guys downloaded today's episode if you want to see a little bit more about the friend safari um i put a link in the show notes It just says Friend Safari Zone Bullopedia. And that gives you an, uh, on on the Bullopedia website, gives you an entire list of all of the Pokemon available within the Friend Safari. And also has a bit of an explanation of it as well. So that is pretty much it for the Pokedex uh, Radio podcast today, guys. Uh, Well, then again, my name is Austin, letting you know to live, laugh, and catch them all. And we'll catch you guys next week. This podcast is a Flashlight Studios production. Copyright 2013, Flashlight Studios. For more information, you can visit us at flashlight-studios.com. And thank you for listening.